This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You're listening to MLB.com Extras, brought to you by MLB.tv. It's baseball everywhere. Matt Waymeyer pinch hitting today for Anthony Kastrovins as we are talking Tigers baseball on this Wednesday, December 14th with our Tigers reporter, Jason Beck. And Jason, we thank you for the time. And uh, you yourself called the Tigers an off-season enigma, which I think is a perfect description of this team right now. At the winter meetings, the team didn't do really much of anything. But in your estimation, uh, is this a team still kind of at a crossroads with regards to the uh, big picture plan, or is this still kind of a work in progress? Has there been any clarity whatsoever as to what direction the Tigers are going to take this offseason with their eyes set on 2017? Well, the general manager says it's still a work in progress, and it might take several years to, to kind of unwind themselves from the contracts that they're tied to. Um, I guess really the the big question has been the degree of urgency to it and what type of deals they'd be willing to make. Right now, I think they, while they would like to shed some of these contracts, they seem to have to at least be holding up some sort of leverage to hold out for better prospects and try to get the type of prospects that went to some other teams that were able to deal some uh, you know, some similarly high-profile players at the winter meeting. Uh, it's a tough spot for them, though, because while guys like Chris Sale and and uh, some of these other guys are under contract for longer years and for lower salaries, it's uh, they're big contracts with Verlander, Cabrera. Uh, you know, the more appealing guys, J.D. Martinez and Ian Kinsler, have one more year left on their contract. I know Kinsler has no, uh, his partial no-trade clause, and he's shown every intention of utilizing that to uh, not only get an option year picked up, but also try to get uh, some control beyond that. And then you have guys like Pelfrey and Sanchez, who, uh, you know, really it's going to be a tough sell to get somebody to take on that type of money for – what the production was for both of them last year. And Jason, I know that uh, in recent years, you know, team owner Mike Illich has been very vocal about wanting to wanting to win now. He, he desperately wants, uh, you know, a world title, which would be the Tigers' first one since uh, 1984. Uh, how much of a hand has he had in, I guess, discussions with Al Avila about the direction of the franchise? And has he maybe backed off on the, you know, the win or now, or I'm sorry, you know, win or else uh, proclamation that maybe he had a couple years ago as, as he kind of changed his tune a little bit, knowing that, you know, yes, you always want to win now, but you also have to keep an eye on the future. Well, the Tigers say that they're still trying to win now, but they also realize that, that window's closing with this current group, and they're trying to avoid that type of, I guess, precipitous fall that's befallen some uh, – other organizations, notably the Phillies in recent years, the organizations have, have waited a little bit too long, maybe to uh, 
to trade away some of their guys and try to get some value in return. I think the new collective bargaining agreement plays a little bit of a role in that to where, you know, if they hold on to some of these guys through next season and uh, make the, even if they make the qualifying offer and they leave via free agency, if they're over the luxury tax threshold, you're only going to get picks between the fourth and fifth round as opposed to picks between the first and second round under the uh, under previous bargaining agreement. That's a huge difference for a team trying to rebuild, and I think it puts a little bit more emphasis on, on trying to get some value if you're trying to you know, build for a, a new generation here at some point and try to level off. The question is, how do you balance that out? And I think Al Avila's having a hard time doing that right now. As far as uh, Mike Lips' involvement, you know, it was interesting talking with uh, Scott Boris at the winter meetings and talking with him about the what direction the uh, well, you know, what indication he's gotten on the direction of the franchise. And he said he's been talking with both Mike Illich and his son Chris. So I think there's some family involvement there, maybe more so than there was before. And I think it's you know, Chris is a younger guy. I think you know, there's there's some business acumen there, but I think there's also you know, some realization that there's a, there's got to be a long-term plan involved, uh, really, uh, regardless of who's running, calling the shot. Yeah, it's a it's a tough balancing act, uh, that's for sure, between wanting to put a product on the field now that has a chance of contending for a world title and then also planning for the future. And you brought up a great example in the Phillies. They had those great teams in the, the late 2000s, uh, winning it all in uh, 08, going to the World Series in 09. But since then, it's uh, it's been ugly. And uh, that's a trap that no team wants to fall into and certainly one that the Tigers want to avoid at all costs. Jason, uh, when you look at the AL Central right now, of course, you've got the defending league champion Indians. You know, you can safely say they're the, the cream of the crop right now. You've got the Tigers who played on contending and had a, you know, a good year in 2016, missing out on the postseason on the final day. Outside of that, though, White Sox are clearly rebuilding. They've made no secret about that with their big trades. The Twins lost 100-plus games, and you've got uh, – I'm forgetting a team. Uh, in the city. <laughs> Kansas City, thank you. Uh, you know, obviously a, a drop-off from uh, 2014 and 2015 when they went to the World Series both years, winning it in 2015. They're not rebuilding by any stretch, but they're clearly not the team that they were as recently as a couple years ago. So when you look at the landscape of the AL Central, how much could that potentially factor into what decision the Tigers ultimately make here for what they want to do for 2017? Well, I think it has to create the temptation at least to go into 2017 with this group together and see what, how it plays out. And if you uh, have a contending team going into the trade deadline, you know, maybe you roll the dice and, and keep this group together. And if you don't, you know, if, if you're out of it or, you know, if you've, you've got some distance to make up, then the hope would be that you can have as much value, maybe even a little bit more for guys like Martinez and Kinsler as rentals. And maybe some of these other guys or, you know, be able to help a contending team that might have a little bit of a uh, smaller market to, to choose from heading into the final two months. Uh, I think that's looking more and more like a possibility as this offseason goes on uh, with, with guys like this. And you can see if you can get some rebound season out, out of some guys like Sanchez and, and Pelfrey. Uh it's interesting, though, because you look at the group of prospects the White Sox have been able to, to get for, for their guys, and this is 
with Todd Frazier and David Robertson still out there, still reportedly available for trade, yeah, I think you now have to look at them as really a potential powerhouse a few years down the road if these guys develop as they hope. And it's going to be really interesting to see that come together. And I think if you're the Tigers and you're looking to try to keep that, you know, keep this team in contention long term, I, I think it creates an additional challenge for these guys because the Indians still have a pretty good system. The Royals at some point are going to be able to uh, assemble a group. And I think the Twins still have some of the same prospects that had them so highly touted going into this past season. Uh, it might take a little bit more time for development, and I think there's a group behind there, uh, not even including what you might be able to get for, for Brian Dozier if they decide to jettison him. Uh, it, I think it has the potential to be a very balanced, very competitive division pretty quickly here. Uh, but right now it's looking like if the Tigers stick you know, stick uh, with the group they've got. It, it's looking like a two-team race, and it's got to be tempting to see what type of uh, World Series hangover these the Indians might have. Yeah, that's a good point about the the teams at the back end of that division, knowing that at least on paper uh, the White Sox have uh, some of the most uh, highly touted prospects in the game now through those uh, Sale and Eaton trades, and the Twins still have those young guys in Buxton, Sano, and Barrios, to name a couple. So. You look at 2019, 2020, maybe they start to come around, and that's, uh, that gives you a, a definite window, like you said, with this Tigers team with guys like Verlander, guys like Miguel Cabrera, and even more incentive to really uh, go for it now. And, Jason, to kind of transition into uh, Verlander and Cabrera, I'm sure that, you know, they're, they're veterans. They're making a ton of money. They understand that at the end of the day, this is really a business and that the Tigers will explore any option which may involve dealing either one of those guys if it could make them significantly better, either in the short term or long term. Have either of them commented on the rumors swirling around them this offseason or have they kind of remained quiet for the most part? What's what's kind of their take about the state of the franchise right now? Um, you know, Verlander hasn't said anything. He's kind of uh, kept to himself. He's, he's been busy, you know, buying a house in Beverly Hills as I think was pretty widely reported. Uh, Cabrera said in Venezuela a couple of weeks ago that he was caught off guard by uh, by the call from uh, Al Avila, and he said that uh, you know, he was pretty torn up about it, but he understands that uh, if it's what they need to do, it's what they need to do, and if it's a good deal for both sides, he wouldn't stand in the way. That said, I don't think either of them is likely to get traded at this point. I think the contracts are, are too big to move, and I think there would have to be a, a major change in thinking from uh, some of these clubs in order for, I think, even for Verlander to get moved. And I, I think just given the, the scale of Carrera's contract, it's going to be difficult for them to uh, pull off a trade, even if they wanted to. Even if they could get the prospects back, that they, that they would think would reshape the organization. Yeah, that would be... That would be a tough sell because, you know, like like you said, these guys are making a, a ton of money for at least a couple of years more uh, for both Verlander and Cabrera. I know Cabrera was linked to the Astros a, a little bit uh, at the beginning of the hostile season. That fizzled out pretty quickly, but I think it's a safe assumption to say that come opening day 2017, you're going to see number 35 and number 24 uh, in those white unis for the Tigers, no doubt. Jason, I want to begin to wrap up here by getting your thoughts uh, on Verlander in particular, a resurgent 
2016, he battled some uh, some injuries issues the previous two seasons. He barely missed out on his second Cy Young Award, as uh, Kate Upton told the world uh, when that vote came out. No sense in rehashing that, but uh, Verlander does turn 34 in February, and there's nearly 2,500 innings on that right arm. Is it somewhat dangerous, despite the numbers he put up in 2016, which were terrific across the board, somewhat dangerous to expect him to duplicate those numbers and to be that bona fide number one for the staff again in 2017? What are your thoughts on him? Yeah, I think it's a, it's going to be a big challenge for him. He's shown that uh, with challenges like that, he gets pretty motivated. But at some point, the aging process sets in. Uh, We've talked for a few years with him about the transition that's going to have to go into his game. And as the velocity begins to drop, I think we saw signs of that at points last year, although he got it back there for a pretty good stretch in 2016. He's going to have to you know, be a little bit more precise as a pitcher, and he's going to have to have a little different mix. And I think he showed signs of doing that. I think the big factor for him, I think a big kind of long-term promise was the development of his slider as really a nice pitch form but almost acted like a cutter at times it's uh you had enough velocity on it and he's gonna have to uh keep going with it and uh i think if he can do that tighten up the curveball it's hard you have a hard time finding quality pitch pitchers who feel equally comfortable with both their slider and curveball like that. And if you can mix in the change of speed, you know, he can remain a, uh, you know, really a full flight chase, I think. Yeah, it'll be an interesting uh, 2017 season for Justin Verlander and for the rest of the Detroit Tigers. We'll see what the remainder of the offseason brings. Uh, our thanks to always uh, to Jason Beck. Uh, for his time today, Jason, thank you so much. We'll do it again at some point soon. In the meantime, Matt Wehmeyer signing off for MLB.com Extras, Detroit Tigers. MLB.tv Premium, the number one live streaming sports service, is celebrating 13 years. Watch every out-of-market regular season game live or on demand in true HD. Real-time highlights, live look-ins, pitch tracking widget, and more. MLB.tv Premium includes a free At-Bat 15 subscription. Watch live baseball on over 400 mobile and connected devices. Watch at home, in the office, or on the go. Every night, on every device. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Visit MLB.tv for details.